Blog Talk Radio. Good evening to everyone. I'm back again on the station tonight. I come to lift up the name of Jesus, and I come to do a special thing tonight because we're going to be talking about uh, communion. Because uh, communion is a sacred uh, vow that we should always partake of communion uh, because Jesus wanted us to do so because he says, you do this until I come again in my remembrance. And tonight I'm going to just going to take my time along and I'm going to allow God to use me. And I want you all to just open up your ears and listen because once a month we're going to be doing communion on the over the radio station. And as I partake of communion, I want you to know what to do and how you should be to partake of this communion that I'm going to be doing once a month. I I, I hope that everyone that understand my voice tonight has had a blessed day because God is still in the blessing business. God is still passing those blessings out one by one. And all we got to do is just hold on for just a little while longer. And everything is going to be all right. God is our shepherd, and we don't have to want for anything long as we have our hands in his hands. We have to walk to walk as well as talk to walk. We have to be who God really can use at a time like these. And tonight I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to guide me through this year and whatever the Holy Spirit will have me to do, I want you to open up your ears and listen at this servant uh, and the Holy Spirit using me to his glory and to his honor. Tonight, we're just going uh, to be very patient and very still tonight because this is a very important uh, service tonight that I am going to partake of. And as I do, I want you to just continue on, keeping on in Jesus' name. Most holy God, our heavenly Father, it is again that I come now I'm calling on you. Lord, I can't do nothing without you. I can't preach until the Holy Spirit comes. Um, lift me up now and plant my feet on that solid rock. And Lord, and allow me to be able to preach your word tonight, teach your word tonight, in season and out of season. Allow your word to fall on listening ears so they can come crying out to you. Lord, so they can learn how to serve you. Lord, because we are servants of you, and I ask you right now that you would open up the windows in the heaven above and pull down, Lord, pull down the necessities that these are your children, these are your people, these here they need to make it in this land of the living. 
And, Lord, and as I go tonight, I, I want you to just guide me, Lord. Guide my tongue. Guide my thoughts. Guard my mind, Lord, and allow me to be able to be used to your glory and to your honor. And, Lord, I thank you for this day that thine has made because, Lord, you are so good and you're so kind and, and your mercy is so everlasting. Uh, you woke us up this morning, started us on another day. You put access to our limbs and, and our goings and our comings. And, Lord, you gave us the health and gave us our strength to be able to do what you would have for us to do. Right now, Lord, just seal this temple, Lord. Fill this temple, Lord, from the top to the bottom. Fill it up right now, Lord, with the stuff that you want me to do and to say tonight. Uh, Lord, I ask you right now, I'm depending on you because there's no other help that I can depend on but to lean and depend on you because you are my help in the present time of trouble. You my help in the present time of weakness. You my help in the present time of strength because you are my all in all. And without you, I can do nothing. But with you, I can do all things. Keep me now, Lord Jesus, as I have on thine eye and lift me up, Lord, and let me stand. Plant my feet on a solid rock where I can be able to speak boldly tonight. Speak boldly your word. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Without a law, can't do nothing. Without a law, I can't do nothing. Without a law, I can't do nothing. My Lord, like a ship without a sail, without a Lord, can't do nothing. Without a Lord, I can't do nothing. Without a Lord. Can't do nothing, my Lord, like a ship without a sail. With the Lord, I can do all things. With the Lord, I can do all things. With the Lord, I can do all things, my Lord, like a ship with a, with a sail. Without the Lord, my Lord, I can't do nothing. Well, without the Lord. Can't do nothing without the Lord. I can't do nothing, my Lord, like a ship without a sail. Well, with the Lord, I can do 
And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In that same manner, he also took the cup after something, saying, This cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as oft as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as oft as you eat this bread and drink this cup, claim the Lord's death till he comes. And it says, Examine yourselves. Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drink this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself. So let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup. For he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you. Many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord, that we may not be condemned with the world. Therefore, my brethren, when you come together to eat, wait for one another, but if anyone is hungry, let him eat at home. Let you come together for judgment and rest set in order when I come. I'm going to use, because I always like to use a topic or guideline to go by. Tonight I'm going to use for Tyler, remember the sacrifice. Remember the sacrifice. The Corinthian church was a troubled church with many problems. That sounds like some of our churches today. We say that all churches have problems because they have people in them. The people in this particular church of Corinth were people who had no problem putting up with sin among other church members. They had no reservations against treating some people better for me tonight. They had no problems about withholding their food from those who were less fortunate. At the beginning of the church, there were those who were less fortunate. At the beginning of the church, there was a fellowship dinner called a love feast, which was followed by communion. Some call this the agape meal and, and still practice it in modern churches. Everyone was to bring something to this feast and share what they brought with everyone who attended. Much like our modern, much like our modern potluck dinner. Imagine someone withholding their potluck, potluck stew from certain members of this congregation, and that's 
what was happening in Corinth. And Paul was strongly opposed with this behavior. And he wrote in this letter, he warned them that they were not honoring the memory of Christ's death for their sins. In fact, he, he even went so far and told them that they were sinning at the communion table and he wanted it to stop because it was not right. You, you see, Paul was standing up for God, standing on his word. But let us tonight, Ashes, as we unpack it. I'm going to unpack it tonight. I'm going to share with you tonight something that's going to help you. I'm going to share some spiritually food tonight that we can feast on when we're hungry in this spirit. We got to stop doing the things that tease us but we got to start doing the things that sees God because God is the one that's going to have the final say when the day comes when Jesus cracks the sky, coming back looking for a church without a spot of record. We got to put aside every weight that beseech us and put on God himself. Am I right about it tonight? Can you now? I'm not preaching tonight. I don't want to preach, but the Holy Spirit takes me down different avenues. It takes me down different uh, uh, broadways. It takes me down different streets. And, and I got to uh, uh, do what the Holy Spirit uh, 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 take, uh, leads me to and, and what the Holy Spirit tells me to say. I, I, I said I come to teach, but if the Holy Spirit take me the opposite direction, I got to follow the Holy Spirit because if I don't follow the Holy Spirit, I'm not doing what God wants me to do. That's why I'm sharing this with you tonight. You see, we have a, a proper element for the Lord's Supper. You see here, in Corinthians, it was telling us, for I have received from the Lord that which also to deliver to you. That the Lord Jesus on that same night which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and said, Dickie, this is my body which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also, listen my friends, listen my sisters and my brothers, he also took the cup and after something this cup is a new covenant in my blood. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and, and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death till he comes. Am I right about it? For those tonight that don't know anything about Holy Communion, I'm leaving this with you. There's Things that we have to do to get ourselves right, to be able to partake of this communion. We can't just uh, uh, 
determined any kind of way, all kinds of sins and all kinds of hands not even equipped to be able to serve these secrets. Paul here, Paul received instruction. And listen, my sisters and my brothers, Paul didn't seem instructions uh, from man. Paul received instructions from the man, Christ Jesus, the one that sets high and the one that looks low, the one that rules heaven and the one that rules earth. That's who Paul was listening to. You see, church, I tell you tonight, it's good to listen to man sometimes, but it's better to listen to the voice of the one that and the one that looks low. Jesus the Christ, the one who made it possible for us to be able to get up this morning, the one who made it possible for us to lie down last night, the one who made it possible for us to put our clothes on, the one who made it possible for us to feed ourselves, the one who made it possible so we can run this race, run it with patience, run it with wide open arms, one that has given us victory to win over the devil, Jesus. See, Paul was an apostle who accepted Christ after his crucifixion. He was one who used to persecute the church. See, Paul, Lord have mercy, Paul wasn't uh, the same all his life. Paul was a persecutor also. Uh, But Paul found the Lord on the road of Damascus. And when Paul found the Lord, Paul had a change of heart because Jesus came into his life. Jesus set him down at when, 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 when he was blinded on the road of the box. Uh, 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 he was blinded for a while. And, and then when he come to his senses, can I fix this thing up here tonight? Uh, when he come to his senses, uh, he, 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 he went to the Lord, called on the Lord, and he gave his life to the Lord. And then God, Lord, have mercy, removed the scales from his eyes. Uh, Lord, he got got up sin, and he was changed. He had a changed heart. We need to be changed if we're not right then. Because I tell you, my sisters and my brothers, it's not what's on the outside that counts. It's what's on the inside. See, God, uh, he can see the inside as well as the outside. But a lot of time we are just looking at the outside. And we are not concerned about the inside. We allow the inside be dirty and filthy. And we go and clean up on the outside. By here to tell you tonight, it's all right to keep the outside clean. But I want you to know tonight, come on, Holy Ghost. I want you to know tonight 
uh, that uh, that the outside could match up with the inside. Because if the inside is clean, the outside will be clean. So that's why we have to do these things. We've got to put God on the inside. That's why Jesus told us, Jesus said, I'm not going to leave you alone. I'm going to ask my father that he would set down that covenant and that Holy Ghost Spirit would dwell on the inside. Come again. That's why we got to do what we do as Holy Communion. We got to remember Jesus. Jesus. The Jesus that I serve. We got to remember him. Not just on communion Sunday. We got to remember him all the rest of the time because Jesus paid it all. Paid it all for us. So, I'm telling you tonight that if the outside don't match up with the inside, it's time for you to go old landmark. A lot of us don't know nothing but the old landmark. A lot of us don't know nothing but the morning bed. A lot of us don't know how to get on our knees. A lot of us don't know how to talk to Jesus. A lot of us just put it in the back burner. But I tell you, if there's something wrong tonight, on the inside, don't put it in the back brother. Put it in the front brother. Because we need help all these years. I know, I know what I'm talking about. I've been down Skid Road. I've been where that some of you are at right now. But God done what uh, he done for Paul. He, he gave me a mind that I will come cry to him and ask him to help me out of this situation. And God stepped in right on time. God, and I serve my sisters and my brothers. He's a right on time, God. He don't come when you want him, but he shows up right on time. Help me, Holy Ghost. I feel the Holy Spirit coming tonight. I tell you, when Jesus steps on and Jesus walks with us. We don't have to worry because I know this one thing I know. I'm going to hold on, hold on to his hand. Remember the sacrifice because he sacrificed his life for you and for me. He went upon Gagatha's hill. Listen, my sisters and brothers. He, he didn't have to go up on Gagatha's hill, but he says, I, I come to save the world from the sin. I, I come because my father has sent me into the world so that I can be a ransom up for you and for me. And he hung there on the cross. I feel something coming now. He hung there on the cross. Oh, he hung there, and he hung there. He hung there all day long. And they tell me that they scorned him. They tell me that they put a crown on his head. They tell me they cast him in his side. They had already drove nails in his hands and feet. And my Lord, my Lord. He hung there 
cross, and it didn't say all among the words. All he said was, it is finished. It did. He looked to his father. He also said, Father, forgive thee for what they do not for what they do not know. Forgive them, my father. Forgive them because they don't know who I really am. And then when he put his hand in the lap on his shoulders, ah, he gave up saying it is finished. It is finished. And it went down into Joe's boy too. Stayed down there three long days. Got up with all power in his hand. That's why I can preach tonight. That's why I can acknowledge him tonight. Because he still sets high. He still looks low. He still controls me. He still walks with me. He still guides me. He still feeds me. He still gives me drink. He still clothes me. He still gives me shelter. In the time of the storm, I feel myself coming on now. I know this one thing I know. I'm going to lead on him because I've got to lead on him because I remember his sacrifice that he done for me and that he done for you. Paul went away for three years to be instructed by Christ. One of the things he was instructed in was this stuff. So he shared what he had learned with authority to the Corinthian church. They were instructed in proper ways to celebrate the Lord's death. Let us look at the bread. The bread was to represent the body of Christ that died on the cross for our sins. He suffered many abuses on his way to the cross. His body was in rough shape on the cross. He suffered on the cross, and he gave his all for us. Isn't that a sacrifice tonight? He gave his all for us. And not only that, my sisters and my brothers, let us look at the cup. The cup was to represent the blood of Christ that he shed on the cross for our sins. The Bible says that without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sin. We find that tonight in Hebrews 9, 22. Christ had to shed his blood for us. The animal sacrifices in the Old Testament look forward to the time when Christ would shed his blood for the sins of the world. This sacrifice was the final one needed to save the world. His blood was enough for all of those who accepted as our personal Savior. Paul here tells us that celebrating with these elements Remind the people of the church of Christ's sacrifice. We so often, so easily 
my friend, my sister, and my brother, forget all about Christ's sacrifice. We often complain about small sacrifices. We must make it more an incredible sacrifice of Jesus' body and his blood. You see, as I move on, just a little further, we're going to find a proper attitude for the Lord's Supper. And we'll find that in the 27th through the 29th verse. And it says in this song, Therefore, whoever eats this bread or drinks this cup of the Lord in an unworthy manner will be guilty of the body and the blood of the Lord. It says, but let a man examine himself, and so let him eat of the bread and drink of the cup, for he who eats and drinks in an unworthy manner, eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. There are two ways someone could take the Lord's supper. Paul here makes it clear to the members of this church. Paul here makes it clear even to the members of our church today. He makes it plain, so plain to us, of all, those who examine themselves before taking the Lord's Supper. Ones who examine themselves before they partake of the Supper are ones who are taking it in a worthy manner. For what are they examining themselves, they examine themselves, listen, listen, my, listen, my, 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 my church, listen tonight, listen, they examine themselves for sin. Their sin, see, keeps us from a right relationship with the Lord. Am I right about it? Sin blinds eyes. And it keeps us from having our eyes on the Lord. So yeah, Paul is saying, it takes away, it keeps us from having this relationship with the Lord. And I don't know about you, but we all need a relationship with the Lord. When we Examine ourselves. We are, first of all, listen, listen, listen. First of all, we got to confess. <laughs> Don't hold back nothing. Because God knows everything anyway. God knows what we uh, 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 got inside of us. God knows the sin that we partake of. So don't hold back anything because that's it. You can hide from God. God sees, God hears, God sees, God knows everything about us. He knew us before we was even formed in our mother's womb. I stopped to tell you tonight, stop trying to 
hold back these things because God wants us to come and confess, confess them to him. And God, once we confess it, God already promised us that he will forgive us and that he will restore us to a proper fellowship with him. We find that in 1 John, the first uh, chapter in the ninth verse. He will forgive us. And every now and then, can I, can I, can I, can, can I talk a little while? Every now and then, no matter who you are, every now and then, we got to go to God and ask him for the forgiveness. Because every man has sinned and has fallen short of God's glory. So don't think that you are in this all by yourself. Because all of us have sinned in some part of time. And we all have to go to him and ask him for forgiveness. And he will no wise cast us aside. He will restore us. Oh, that mercy. Listen, my sisters and brothers. He restore our minds, a mind that will stay on him. He restore our bodies so that sickness cannot dwell there. He restore us to a new procreation. He will make us, make us a new person. God will restore us. All we got to do is just go to him and confess, and he forgives. And when he forgives us, he restores us back to our health, the body of dead. Let me move on just a little further. Those who are judged examine themselves. Let's look at those. We'd already looked at those who examine themselves before taking the communion. Now let us look at those who judge or judge for not examining themselves. We find, Paul says, this group is made up of individuals in the church who choose to come to the church uh, flip-patently, not taking seriously sin, they may be plaguing their lives. They may be people who have ever saved you, but are living an uncommitted life. Lord have mercy. So many of us know where I'm coming from tonight. We might be people we have accepted Christ as our Savior, but still is living uncommitted lives. They are those that we sometimes call Sunday Christians. Don't that sound familiar? We got them all over the world, Sunday Christians. I go to church on Sunday morning, but I tell you, that's it. I go because I, 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 I go to the church on Sunday morning because uh, worship is there because I'm going for a show to the outside world that I went to church on Sunday morning. But I tell you, the, the, 
God, Sunday morning. I tell you, I go to church on Sunday morning. I, 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 I try my best to go every Sunday, but don't you know it don't stop there for me. I go Sunday morning to the church, but I go to Jesus Christ to church on Monday morning. I go to Jesus Christ on Tuesday morning. I go to Jesus Christ on Wednesday morning. I go to Jesus Christ on Thursday morning. I go to Jesus Christ, the church of Jesus Christ on Friday morning. I go to the church of Jesus Christ on Saturday morning. And then I do the holy dance on Sunday morning because I've been in church all week long. Lord, have mercy. Do you understand what I'm talking about tonight? I've been in church all week long. The Holy Ghost is resting on the inside and is coming out on the outside. Don't you know what I'm talking about? Don't just go and be Sunday Christians. Be Monday Christians also. Be Tuesday Christians also. Be Wednesday Christians also. Be Thursday Christians also. Be Friday Christians also. Be Saturday Christians also. And when you got the doors on Sunday morning, you're going to be on fire for the Lord. Nothing is impossible then because God is with you all week long. Brought you from a mighty long way. I'm getting ready to leave y'all in a little while, but I got to finish this thing up here because it's getting ready to get good. It's getting ready to get good, my sisters and brothers. I got to tell it like it is. I can't hide behind this word. I got to spread it abroad because the word is sharp. Then a two-edged sword. If you get your cut down to the barrel of the bones, I stop saying don't let the sun go down on your wrath because tomorrow is not promised to you. Today is not promised to you. Wake up, my sisters and brothers. Wake up. Wake up because the day is coming. When Jesus is coming back, my Lord, you see, those outside the church call these people, got a name for them. And they call these people hypocrites. This group is known to the pastor as individuals who set foul in the pew. They are usually ones who find fault in everything in the church. Am I right about it? There are those who normally are not involved. They're the barbarians. There are many things, things that separate them from God. This type of person should reflect and should repent before taking the Lord's Supper. For the Lord will not tolerate this behavior. There are consequences. I'm my Lord, in the night. There are consequences. For this reason, he said, many are weak and sick among you, and many sleep. For if we would judge ourselves, we would not be judged. But when we are judged, we are chastened by the Lord 
uh, that we may not be condemned with the world. Find that in verses 30, 32. There's many come weak and sickly. Disciple judgment is called chastening. Those individuals who have a Savior but are not living for the Lord. Lord have mercy. They will be judged by the Lord. If any of you tonight is living a life of sin but is not being chastened or disciplined, check yourself. Be sure you are a true believer. Bible says, for whom the Lord loves, he chastens and stones every son whom he receives. We see many Christians who are in this condition where a woman was having a health issue. She said to me probably that she knew she was having this problem because she was involved in her affair. She confessed the sin to the Lord, and she was healed. Before you involve yourself in the remembrance of Christ's sacrifice, repent and be restored and be renewed. Many die. Lord have mercy. The judgment is terminated. Bible uses the term sleep. When it talks about a Christian's death, they refer that some Christians die permanently because of sin in their lives. I have seen a lot of people is walking around thinking that everything is all right with them. But they're not looking in the mirror and looking at the deep picture of their lives. I talked to people down through the years about them on alcohol and drinking and hanging on and doing all these things. But I stopped to let you know that if you don't turn from your wicked ways, this thing will catch up with you. Because that was a man, a young man, He knew what he needed to be done. He was strung out on alcohol, but he didn't want to give up his friends. Friends, don't let it go this far. You listen to me tonight. Don't let it go this far because you have to cut it off at its root. For the scripture tells us where desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin. And sin, when it is full growth, breaks forth death. My Lord, James, the first chapter, the 15th verse tells us that. After its full growth, it breaks death. In my conclusion tonight, just about finished, the Corinthian church had some real problems. We find that the church today has many of the same problems. There are Christians who come to the Lord's table without examining their lives. 
They are challenging God's word. They will lose, my sisters and my brothers. God is going to deal with his church. If you are here tonight and have not been examining your life for sin, I will challenge you tonight to examine your relationship with the Lord. Are you in fellowship with him? Or are you keeping short accounts with him? If that is said in your life, you are willing to confess it and turn from it. Follow the Lord more closely. Only you can make that decision. The Lord's Supper can be an experience of worship and reverence, a time of repentance, a time of remembrance, or it can be a time of disobedience which will resume in God's ultimate discipline. Let's spend some time in prayer and self-examination before we partake in the Lord's Supper at any point in time. There's a time to ourselves. There's a time for us to get up and check off those things that beseech us. And I stop to let you know tonight, you can't just do it by yourself. You got to call on someone mighty and greater than you. You got to call on the name of Jesus. Under the name of Jesus. Every tongue and every knee will bow one day. But I stop to let you know don't wait until that day rolls around. I ask you now. I recommend now. Jesus, let him come in. Not to the building structure, but let him come in to the building of your soul. I tell you, if you let him come in, he respects with you, and you will be with him. And then, Everything's going to be all right. Even when the time comes for us to go down from this place. Everything is going to be all right. Come He already told us. We did. But endure for a night. But joy comes in the morning. I ask you tonight, if you don't know him, don't know the promise of your sins. I ask you, first of all, confess him. Confess and believe in him. Believe in your heart that he was raised from the dead. Believe after you confess. Just believe and trust. He will nowise cast you aside. It's time now for us to take off of those earthly garments that beseech us and put on those garments of the garments that we cannot see, the garments of heaven above. Right now, my sisters and my brothers, make a sacrifice. Make a sacrifice because Jesus is risen. Remember him. He says, you do this. You do this in remembrance of me. 
wait till I come again. And he is coming. He's coming looking for a church. He's coming like a thief in the night. He's coming. Oh, my Lord, when you are aware. He's coming. I, I can feel. Lord, have mercy. And no, we don't doubt in my mind that he's going to come because they said he would. And I want to be ready. I want to be ready when he comes. I want to be ready to have a name called on the road. I want to be ready. Can I go to my seat now? When he just called me by my name, I want to be ready when he lift me up. I want to be ready when he place me in that magic on the high. I want to be ready. Don't you tonight want to be ready. Come and go with me. Come and go with me to Jesus, the one that sets high. Come and go with me to Jesus, the one that looks low. Come and go with Jesus, the one that heals the sick. Come and go with me, the one that fed 5,000, one who walked on the water, one who raised up Lazarus from the dead, one who called Peter, told him, come out of the boat. One who even, oh, Lord, that mercy, sacrificed himself, wrestled for us on the cross, on the cross, where Jesus hung and bled and thirst. Come and go with me tonight. And when you come and go with me, just feed you tonight. Ask God to do some spray cleaning. If there is anything that's within you that shouldn't be, I tell you, all you got to do is go to him. Now I'm about to do now. Before I go, I'm going to leave my phone number again. My phone number is 804-313-5877. 804-313-5877. Call me if you need. Call me if something that you don't know uh, about the, the word of God. Just call me. Jesus is still in the business of raising up Christians. Jesus is still in the business healing. Jesus is still in the business of saving. Jesus is still in the business of peace. Jesus is still in the business of giving us strength. Jesus is still in the business. All we got to do is a be about his business. Stop being about somebody else. He will fix it for us. Ah, my Jesus. He will raise us up. When we're weak, we fall down. But Jesus reached way down. He will pick us up. When we lost on the highway and the byway of life, all we got to do is look to the hills. And the righteousness is right there. And we find our way. Jesus is our all in all. Down here, we can do nothing. Hold on, my sisters and my brothers. I'm about to wind up that. Now, before we go, I want you to know this one thing. Keep your head in the head of the man. The man of Galilee. The one that walked on water. The one that faced. The one that healed. 
to wipe that road, to wipe that sitting on the right-hand side of the farm. Make the intercession for us. Everything is going to be all right. Most holy God, I have this father. Again, Lord, that I have finished this walk, Lord, of this word, this teaching. Lord, and as I pray now, and I pray for those that don't know you, and I turn whoever they are, Lord, you know who they are, over to you tonight. Lord, fix their heart so that they can have a heart like you. Lord, I want to thank you now for just guiding me through your word tonight. I want to thank you for that Holy Ghost power that showed up and fell fresh on me. And I believe the anointing has gone out on this radio station to many parts and walk of this world where people can hear and know that you are speaking through your servant. It's not about me. It's about you. It's not about me. My do. I do. I didn't do anything. All I've done was speak to you. All I've done because I'm just a mouthpiece for you. It don't. I'm not none of my own. Lord, it's you. And Lord, and as, as I get ready to finish up here tonight in this prayer, I pray that you touch those that just need a touch from you. Let them know that it's you that has the healing in the hem of your garment. It's you that has the salvation that can save those that's lost. Lord, now, I ask you, may the grace of our Lord and Savior of Jesus Christ rest and rule with all of us until we meet again. In Jesus' name, and for your sake, I ask it all. Amen, amen, amen. I want to just leave this. Thank Apostle uh, 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 Mercer for allowing me to be able to share with you all on this radio station. Thank her, thank her, thank her. And God bless her and her family. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy. So let's talk about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. Visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.